Hey guys, thanks for joining us. It's August 16th, 2019. I'm Justin, and as always, I'm joined by Perry. And as always, I'm joined by my co-host, Justin. Thank you, Perry. Uh, make sure you guys follow us on Twitter at Management Clock. We're giving away an autographed Le'Veon Bell jersey when we get to 300 followers. So if you haven't followed us yet, go ahead and hop on that before we get there. Uh, also, you could get a second chance at winning the autographed jersey if you follow or uh, subscribe to us on YouTube. And speaking of YouTube, you can catch our podcast there, as well as Spotify, Stitcher, Apple Podcasts, and Google Podcasts. And this is Clock Management. Well, welcome back, guys. Uh, this is our Friday news episode, so, I mean, we're having a beer, of course. Of course. Uh, Perry, what kind of beer you got there? I think this is one I've already had on the show, but it's uh, Modern Times Coffee Stout. Uh, it's delicious. Delicious. Uh, brewed in um, Encinitas, California. Very good. Yeah, I think uh, the first episode you had, if I remember correctly... And, uh, yeah, I'm, fi I'm finishing my four-pack tonight. Not really known for my memory, so I could be wrong. Uh, <laughs> I am drinking a German chocolate cake ale. Wow. It's called Dark Persuasion. Well, you have me convinced. I have never had it before, so if I just immediately make a horrible face... Uh, I won't... I can't see you right now, I, so... I know. I, I'll try and hide it so you'll still drink it. <laughs> <laughs> all right uh so i when what's new with you perry i know uh you moved so what's going on over there yeah moved uh back up to washington finally I'm just getting settled in staying with my brother for a little while he has uh, a daughter it's almost two years old so it's kind of fun living with a little kid <laughs> all she wants to do is play and it's like okay i'll play so <laughs> <laughs> nice yeah, she loves to come see what's going on, on with Uncle Perry on the computer. And then she looks at it and is like, she has no idea what she's looking yeah, at. Yeah, she's like, where are the games? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> How about you? What's going on? Uh, so my wife actually just went to visit an old friend of hers in Salt Lake City. Uh, so I got the house to myself, which means I get to watch some scary movies. I'm pretty right. excited about that. Uh, what are you watching? Well, I, I'm uh, going to start out with a little, uh, uh, what was it, uh, Octoshark versus Were, uh, Were, Whale Wolf. Octoshark versus Whale Wolf. Pretty stoked for that. Yeah, we. Uh, you told me that earlier. Yeah. And I looked it up and... <laughs> Impressed, huh? Yeah, okay. <laughs> <laughs> And, the, and then I'm going to follow it up with Brightburn, you know, like easy, something a little more lighthearted towards the end of the night. Right. Yeah. <laughs> I think we're going to watch Brightburn tonight, too. So we'll have to compare notes. Yeah. We'll analyze them. <laughs> yeah. Uh, all right. Uh, so what are we doing today? It's our it's our news episode. So it's kind of exciting because like some of the starters have started to like actually play in the preseason. Finally. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, so you actually get to like see what teams are going to look like. Uh, yeah. But before we get into that, let's get into some news nobody cares about. 
Uh, best best part of the show. Uh, so I'm I'm gonna start you off with uh, Ezekiel Elliott here. Uh, he's reporting that he is in the best shape of his life, peak physical condition. Right. He's not playing football, so who cares? Yeah, yeah. He's looking so good on that couch, though. Yeah. Yeah. I, he's wearing all the crop tops. All the crop tops. <laughs> <laughs> Sign a deal, then I'll care. Yeah. You know right. I mean? God. Uh, sticking with running backs, uh, some big news from the Todd Gurley camp. Uh, he's adopted a cat. Yeah, so right. he's officially a cat person. Can you adopt new knees? <laughs> no, there's. A, I saw some uh, talk about his his cat. Uh, the the best name I saw for it was uh, Todd Purley. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> I was like, that's pretty. If he good. doesn't name his cat that, I'm gonna name the next cat I get Todd Purley. Right. Yeah. <laughs> I feel like your wife might name her fantasy football team that. Ooh. Yeah. <laughs> Kinsey. Kinsey loves cats. <clears throat> uh, and then we're gonna get into some food news here that is related to fantasy or to football. Uh, Debo Samuels, the uh, 49ers rookie wide receiver, went out mm -hmm. to dinner at Kyle Shanahan's restaurant with the entire team and got stuck with the $13,000 bill. I hear about stuff like this every year. I, rookies, rookie you, hazing. Right. I feel bad for them. I'm like, he hasn't got paid yet. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. $13,000 bill. Yeah. And at the coach's dad's restaurant. Yeah. <laughs> seems kind of messed up. I, wow. You're Good thing uh, I caught myself there, almost swore, and Sean's not here today, so uh, that would have been rough. Yeah. Uh, also, Stefano Tadishi, uh, who also goes by the name The Sports Chef, uh, uh -huh. he just filed a lawsuit against Antonio Brown, claiming that he owes him $38,000 for meals. <laughs> Always with Antonio Brown, man. What I Gruden asked for it. He needs the drama. You know, I have Antonio Brown on my team. I'm right now I'm reporting. I do not need the drama. <laughs> no drama. Don't need it. Uh, and th that's all I got for uh, news no one cares about. So let's get into some of this preseason news, man. Yeah, finally. Week two, like you said, some starters actually getting out there. We can actually see how things are going to pan out a little bit. Next week is the big week, obviously, week three. Um, that's when most starters will actually play at least half the game. So we can really get a, a good look at it. But um, not necessarily preseason news, but Josh Gordon, wide receiver for the Patriots, uh, incredible talent, has had issues with uh, substance abuse within the league, um, has been... Um, suspended since December of 2018 was just reinstated by the NFL, which is fantastic news for him. I wish him the best. He's a really, really good wide receiver. I think this is really good for the Patriots. Not that they need more help <laughs> winning Super Bowls, but um, if he can stay clean, I fully expect him to be a very, very productive wide receiver um, and probably should be owned in fantasy. Absolutely. Like I, I was, uh, uh, this is definitely bad for Julian Edelman owners. Yeah, probably. Um, I still think Julian Edelman should be yeah, played, I, so started. I think both of them as... are owned at this point. Uh, yeah. Like, I think uh, if Gordon comes back, 
uh, as he looks like he is, uh, mm-hmm. with no issues. Like, I I could see him being like a wide receiver, like a good flex play. Absolutely, yeah. I think I think Edelman's still the number one receiver there, um, but yeah, I think it it hurts Edelman. Yeah, yeah. which sucks because um, I drafted him in our uh, main league. Yeah, yeah. But happens. What can you do? Hey, my re- wide receiver has icicle feet, so <laughs> you know. Um, Mr. Next Freeze. Mister Freeze. <laughs> next piece of news: Derwin James, uh, second year player defensive player for the chargers um had a injured foot is all it's saying right now but he's going to miss significant time i know we don't talk about defensive players very often but this guy is very good um and losing him moves the chargers down a little bit for me and again we don't talk defenses very often but it's something to consider when you are trying to decide which defense to pick up that they're missing their star player uh, I really hope he gets back soon. Um, I think he did. He win defensive rookie of the year, or he was definitely maybe second. Uh, I don't think he won it. Uh, I, I'd, I'd have to look though. I'm not 100 percent sure. I think it, I think it was the Colts uh, linebacker that won, um, but he's very very good. So yeah, it's, it's a bummer for the Chargers. Mm-hmm. Um, hopefully yeah. he gets back back soon. Yeah, your name doesn't even get brought up if if you're not amazing. So right. Uh, Chris Thompson running back for that team up there in Washington um, only had one touch Thursday. I think that's good for your boy, right? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and in related news to uh, Chris Thompson, uh, I, I know uh, you had talked about this. Uh, Adrian Peterson, uh, he, he just looked amazing. Like he looked like Adrian Peterson from like six years ago. Yeah. Four yards for or four rushes for thirty-one yards. Yeah, and, that's great. And they're reporting uh, Darius Geis like isn't even ready to practice yet. Yeah. So Adrian Peterson, I I know it feels weird, old old running back, but the man is productive. Yeah, he might have to go to the Bills. <laughs> He's not old enough. <laughs> they don't want him. They don't want any of those young kids up there. <laughs> Uh, Dwayne Haskins, uh, quarterback uh, for that team in Washington as well. Rookie quarterback, looked very good. Yeah. Very, very good. 7 of 14 passes for 114 yards and a touchdown. And and uh, the coaches were saying that they, they really liked how uh, some of the mistakes that he made pre-snap and stuff uh, from uh, last week, he corrected those. And so it's just good to see him developing in real time. Yeah, yeah, it's very... I, don't, I, I hope it works out for them up there. The quarterback issues and, you know, losing um, Kirk Cousins and then getting Alex Smith and Alex Smith's leg exploding. Uh, and I mean, right now they're relying on Case Keenum. Yeah, Oof. you don't want to have to do that. As a Denver fan, let me tell you, you do not want to rely on Case Keenum. Yeah, that's so. that's a worst case scenario. Yeah. I, <laughs> You get it? Oh, I got it. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Some good news for my fantasy team and for Miles Sanders. He started the second preseason game Thursday ahead of, um, help me out. Uh, Jordan Howard. Jordan Howard. Yeah. Right? Yeah. 
which is great. And he looked very good. Five rushes for 31 yards. Yeah. I expect him to be the starter. Yeah, I was super impressed by him. And uh, one of my biggest concerns with him, which is why uh, specifically I had Jacobs above him in our when we were talking about the rookies, was mm-hmm. I was worried that Jordan Howard would uh, be the starting running back for the first couple weeks. Yeah. Uh, and it's looking like that might not be the case. Uh, yeah. But also, speaking of uh, Josh Jacobs, he looked amazing as well. Uh, he only yeah. was in for, uh, I think, one series and had four carries. But uh, he did great. He did exactly what you would expect him to do, uh, which is why he was out there. And then they took him out. They're like, all right, we saw what we needed to. Good job. Yeah, I think the only thing that concerns me uh, about him is the offensive line in Oakland. And they've had injuries already this offseason on the offensive line. So um, I I still think he's a viable fantasy option. I guess I just don't have him quite as high as everybody else. I think I want David Montgomery yeah. over him. So, And then, honestly, I mean, if Miles Sanders continues on this trajectory. Yeah, Miles Sanders might beat them both out. Like, that's yeah. not... That's not crazy to think about. Yeah, I, all three of them need to be owned. If any of them are sitting there at their appropriate ADP or even deeper, grab them immediately. Yeah. yeah. Uh, also, next next uh, news I got for it, uh, the Falcons. Like, I know you're real high on their their offense in general, especially uh, yeah. uh, Matt Ryan. And Matt Ryan, he he killed it. He went out there. He was executing. Uh, yeah throwing the ball downfield reading the defense like he he was he did great like he did as good as you could want him to do uh Ido Smith and Allison both came out there and they uh they both did really good too Ido did slightly better which made me happy and they started him um but they both looked really good uh and then the rest of the Falcons were just oh god like Julio wasn't out there but like that just drop passes and uh, the offensive line just, I don't know what's up with them. They're supposed to be like much better this year. And they didn't, they were just set when people come through. Yeah. I try not to read too much into how well an overall team performs in preseason. Yeah. I try to look at usage more, but. And who's getting those first team reps too. When, when you have questions at a position. Right. So I, hopefully they clean it up, but man, it was ugly. I agree. Yeah, that's what like uh I was talking about the uh yards per carry earlier about like Miles Sanders and a couple mm-hmm. other guys and it, that's great, but like you shouldn't take, you know, too much stock in that because also they're not going against a normal a defense that they're gonna see during right. the, you know, regular season. But you know, and a lot of people will point out that you know, preseason doesn't matter because the guys aren't, you know, maybe trying as much or they don't want to get hurt or they don't get, they don't even get started or played. It's also important to note that the coaches don't want to give everything away. Yeah, exactly. You know, so there's a lot of stuff that they just won't do. They're, they're going to do it at camp and then they'll start it in the, they'll start it in the regular season. They're not going to yeah. be running their good stuff in preseason. So yeah, they're playing, they're playing the, the Madden uh, cover two defense uh, about 70% of the time yeah yeah Uh, just your most generic defenses yeah so um but moving on that being said with these generic defenses kyler murray yeah he has been struggling 
not just him, their their offensive line was struggling, you know, like which didn't help him out, but he just he's been making bad decisions. Uh he's been having lots of pre-snap issues too. I it's a bummer too cuz you and I are both very high on yeah. that team. And I'm not and, saying that he's he I'm I'm completely out on him either cuz you know, it is yeah. preseason like we said. I agree. I guess I guess, you know, now in like a 12 team league, I don't think I'm drafting Kyler Murray anymore just because I don't think it's worth the risk. Um, I know I would have taken him as like the last quarterback off the board, you know, as of like two weeks ago. But uh, right now it's just it's just kind of ugly and I, I don't really trust it. And yeah. there are so many other quarterbacks out there that it's like, ah, I'm just not going to take that risk right now. Yeah. And if he but, does perform, you could stream him later on. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, moving on to some Jets news. Uh, Jets wide receiver Robbie Anderson looked really good, catching all three of his targets for 32 yards. Um, and right on top of that, Sam Darnold looking very sharp, looking to take a next step forward in his uh, sophomore season here. Uh, not quite fantasy relevant, but unless you're in a two quarterback league, definitely fantasy relevant, but a single quarterback league, not quite there yet. Uh, Ty Montgomery running back for the jets looked very good as well, which is not good for Le'Veon Bell. He carried the ball seven times for 36 yards and a touchdown. That's, that's good. Uh, he's obviously not going to be the main guy there. But I think he could be stealing some touches from Lovebell. Yeah, I've seen reports uh, going both ways with this. Like, you know, that like like we were talking about with the concerns of him uh, stealing touches. I've also seen like people saying they'd be shocked to see plays where Le'Veon Bell is on, you know, on the sideline. Uh, but yeah, I agree with you where I lean more towards if, if you have a, a running back that's doing good, why not give him a couple carries and ease that load yeah. on Le'Veon? I think uh, we've talked about handcuffs in the past. We talked about them on Tuesday's episode, but Ty Montgomery might be making a case for him to be one of those handcuffs you really want to own. So, uh, I, I mean, I want to say that I want to own, but that I might need to own. <laughs> sure. I'd prefer sure. if he just didn't do that. I mean, I guess if, if we're looking at week four and Left Bell goes down with some like six week injury. Yeah. Ty Montgomery is probably the top waiver pickup. Absolutely. So, uh, you know, if you want to stash him, yeah, might uh, be a good idea. And then Lamar Jackson, uh, he is out there running the ball, uh, looking like, uh, you know, like he was a Madden character. Yeah, uh, Man, he looks good. Yeah, he did that. He had a pretty sweet, like, uh, I, I'm pretty sure it's the back left uh, joystick on Madden where he kind of stalled and then took off and the defender just missed and then cut up field and hurdled the next defender to get in for the end zone. Yeah. Uh, it looked great. And that's why you love him because uh, that running ability, you know, that's going to get you the value in, in fantasy football. Uh, but at the same time, it's a concern that, like I said, from our quarterback episode that, he could get injured. Like you can only take so many of those hits as a quarterback. Yeah, that's the risk, man. Uh, luckily, I think if you're taking him, you already you're already not expecting like 
great things from your quarterback just for how late you've probably got him. So if he does get injured, you can probably pick up any number of guys that that'll help, you know, be able to fill in there. Uh, Hey, Justin. Yep. Do you feel the need? Oh, no, no, I haven't. Sure. I haven't felt it in so long. You don't feel the need for Sneed? (laughs) Oh, God. Oh, (laughs) Willie Sneed, Baltimore Ravens wide receiver. He caught a pass for 17 yards. Uh, Willie Sneed used to be pretty relevant. So yeah, uh, That was more because of the offense he was on. You think? I mean, it was the offense that just threw the ball for like, I think it, the, I think it was around 8,000 yards that season, somewhere in that yeah. ballpark. <laughs> How uh, how big does your league have to be for you to draft Willie Sneed? Oh my, uh, I, well, fourteen. I've never 16? been I've never been in a twenty two person league before. So, uh. <laughs> oh god, could you imagine that draft? Oh, yeah. round Fit- four. <laughs> <laughs> Who are these people? <laughs> yeah, you get. Oh my god, you get to double digit rounds, and you're drafting like a third string running back, hoping that two other people get injured so he's relevant you're drafting guys on like the practice squad and stuff yeah you're gonna be Uh, drafting people who haven't played in three years by the last round (laughs) and uh, and willie sneed (laughs) (laughs) willie sneed his 17 yard catch was great not so great was his uh illegal blindside block that negated an 18-yard touchdown run by Lamar Miller or <laughs> Lamar Jackson. So yeah. yeah. Oh, God. Did yeah. more harm than good, that's for sure. Especially uh, to the guy he blindsided. <laughs> yeah. Continuing with the Ravens here, Kenneth Dixon uh, carried the ball six times for 14 yards and a nine-yard catch. I mean, six times for 14 yards, it's not all that good. Uh but Justice Hill, the rookie running back in Baltimore, carried it 10 times for 49 yards and a touchdown. Looked very good. It's, I mean, I was really high in Mark Ingram. But, I mean, with Kenneth Dixon still getting some work and then Justice Hill looking very good, I kind of moved, Kenneth, I kind of moved Mark Ingram down just a little bit. I still think he's a starter. Still think he's at least a number. He's probably a low-end RB2. Uh so something I, to wonder about. I, I'm just happy because, like, I haven't been big on uh, on Ingram. Mm-hmm. Uh, like, I, I think he's a flex, at, like, at best. And uh, so I'm just happy that, like, I, you know, I, it looks like my that I was right on that. So I, yeah. I, I don't, like, He's getting older. He's got lots of young talent around him, and Baltimore loves them some Kenneth Dixon. Uh, God, I, right? I don't know why he refuses to play a full season, and it's almost like it's not just injuries. He gets in trouble. Yeah. Well, he's averaging 3.5 yards per carry this preseason, so, so I don't know, man. So he should be their starter week one. Oh. <laughs> uh uh, I, I, I do believe that if Mark Ingram goes down, Justice Hill's actually probably a pretty good flex play. Yeah, I, I really like Justice Hill. I, if you're in a dynasty league, and yeah. yeah, that's a great person target. It's like I said, uh, uh, what 
What's his name? Uh, you're just talking about him. We were just talking about him. Uh, he's getting older. No. no. Adrian Peterson. No, the running back there. My brother. The running back in Baltimore. My brother's getting older. Are you sure it's not him? <laughs> Your brother is way past running age. Uh, Kenneth Dixon. No. Mark no. Ingram. Mark Ingram. There we go. I know. I'm like, we were literally just speaking about him. But Put he's... your beer down, Justin. <laughs> no. Uh, so he's getting older, though. So it, uh, the young talent's there. And like I said, Kenneth Dixon, can't. he refuses to play a full season. So why would you not want Justice Hill, who looks great, is young, like yeah. on a team, young team that's like building? It's just he's going to have a future. Definitely. Totally uh, agree. Moving away from them, though, uh, Cam Newton – for the Carolina Panthers, he had the shoulder injury last year. That's a big concern with him. Uh, and they're, they're reporting that he's been uh, just throwing the ball, having no problem throwing it downfield, uh, throwing it deep. So that that's great to hear. Yeah. Uh, I, I'm excited to see him play a couple series and uh, see it in action, though. Which of those two uh, wide receivers down there do you like? Oh, man. It, <laughs> uh I started out with DJ Moore, uh, but now I'm leaning more towards, uh, was it Curtis Samuels? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I'm leaning more towards Curtis Samuels now, just the just because all the reports and beat writers I've been uh, listening to, uh, all of them are expecting him to outper- like outperform DJ Moore. And uh, I, I, they're, they're watching them play compared to me just reading the article, so I'm going to have to trust them. Yeah, I think I agree with you. I usually err on the side of the the beat writers. So, um, Geronimo Allison, wide receiver for the Packers, looked really good. I mean, he looked like the best wide receiver on the team, to be completely honest with you, in the preseason uh, game on Thursday, I believe. Uh, he only had three targets. He caught two of them for 29 yards, uh, but... I think we're pretty much set here. Geronimo Allison will be the number two wide receiver for the Packers. I do not think that Marquez Valdez-Scantling will. He'll be the number three for sure. So, Are, are you putting your name on that? Yeah. You're, putting my name on it. Your entire reputation is being put on the line. Okay. I feel like <laughs> the, the line can hold that reputation pretty well. Yeah. And if it doesn't, then it'll be quick to rebuild it. <laughs> yeah, I don't think anybody will know. <laughs> <laughs> two weeks, two weeks later, rebuilt. It's rebuilt. Thank uh, goodness. Uh, and then Dante Moncrief, wide receiver for the Steelers, had a broken finger, missed six practices. He was back at practice. He says it's not bothering him. He didn't. Re- he didn't bother him when it happened. Caught three touchdown passes at practice. That's great. I think he's a number two wide receiver for the Steelers. And. If anything, Dante Moncrief can get in the end zone, and he can score. So, hey, man, if uh, you're in a three-wide receiver league or you need a deep flex or something like that, I think Dante Moncrief right now, that's a great place to have him. And if he ends up as a wide receiver, too, by the end of the season, I don't think that's crazy. I wouldn't be that surprised, would you? Uh, Vance McDonald's the wide receiver, too, there, just to be clear. A wide receiver, too. uh dance dance yeah um no i i I don't think that would be shocking the uh they 
Steelers usually produce two uh, wide receivers that are viable options. Uh, even there, I mean, with Juju and Brown, they were producing two wide receiver ones. Yeah. Uh, also, though, I'm not saying that he is anywhere near Juju's level of talent. So I don't expect that production there. Uh, yeah. But I think there will be a split in the Juju's going to or take those uh, catches that Antonio Brown had. Uh, and then the two of them, uh, Vance and um, uh, Moncrief. Moncrief, are going to split the, the ones Juju had. Probably not evenly. Uh, majority of those going to Moncrief. Uh, and then and I, do, I don't think they're going to throw the ball nearly as much as they did last year. No, so. no. They're definitely going to try and run the ball more. And then also you have Jesse James leaving. And I think that's what makes uh, the, all three of them viable options still. Definitely. Definitely. Uh, and last piece of news I had for us today, Justin, was Melvin Gordon. I know a lot of people, their drafts either already happened or are happening very soon. Nowhere near an agreement is the report. Uh, I'm not touching Melvin Gordon. Yeah. Not touching him. Yeah, he that, can, if I have a deep bench, sure, I I'll take him late. But I am, I, this, he's not even falling that far, and <laughs> it's crazy. Yeah, this one of the ones that uh, when it first happened, we were talking about avoid him. He's not going yeah. to play this season. Like, uh, I I was more probably more sure of that than any other prediction that I, I've said on here. Uh, just. The situation doesn't look good for him. He wants to hold out to get what he thinks he deserves. The team is very confident in playing without him. And yeah. so it's you have two sides that just refuse to budge. Yeah. I uh, I own him in Dynasty, and this is a bummer. But I also own Jackson so in Dynasty. So I, was, I'm, I guess I was a little ready for it. I don't have Eckler, but... Uh, I don't know. I hope I hope he signs, man. But <laughs> yeah, but don't hold your breath. No, I'm I'm not. And and the the worst part is I can't even trade him because his value is so low now that when he does come back, I traded him for nothing. Yeah, and so. the, uh, Jorge Kittle. Uh, <laughs> is that is that did I pronounce it wrong? Yeah. Uh, is is it is it Keitel? Yeah, there you okay. go. Okay, okay. <laughs> uh, George Kittle, the tight end for uh, the 49ers. Uh, I, I had been talking about how I wasn't super high on him because uh, they have other viable options at receiver. Uh, but yeah. now, because everyone had been expecting Pettis to be the number one wide receiver there and some of these other rookies to step up. And yeah. that's not the case. Uh, until recently, they I mean, they've been talking about Pettis struggling to make the team uh, i know yeah and then they i had read reports about uh trent taylor being the number one wide receiver there uh and then he got injured and he's out i believe six weeks so the one yeah. dude who was stepping up isn't even playing now uh, i think all of that's horrible news for the 49ers it's great news for uh george kittle uh, it actually moved like I have yeah. him moving up closer to like where he's being drafted now. Uh, I still am not drafting him uh, as he's a tight end and he's going to be going way too high for a uh, tight end in general. Uh, yeah, but I, I, I've got him ahead of Ertz now. Yeah, I, I think that's warranted now. Uh, yeah. 
I, I've got him as number two. Ertz is number three. Howard is number uh, four. But, um, yeah, I, I, you know, I think. And Jimmy Graham is one. Jimmy Graham, number one tight end. <laughs> yep. For sure. Um, I, I just think this is really sad news for Dante Pettis. This this could have been a big year for him. I really, you know, and the year hasn't even started. So I, I don't want to bury the guy. <laughs> but, man, you know, I'm hoping things get better. Hopefully they will. So I'm just, well, I guess we'll just wait and see. Uh, I know I drafted him, but I'll probably be dropping him before the season starts to pick up my defense and kicker. Yeah, so. which is exactly why we do that in the draft, you know? Yeah, uh, you know. Now you're not trying to pull someone off the waiver wire last minute. You have them stashed already. Right, definitely. Okay, well, is that all our news today, Justin? Uh, yeah, that's everything that I got in the our, our news segment. Uh, so next week we're doing something kind of special, right, Perry, uh, for our Tuesday episode? I believe so. I'm still trying to set that up completely, but I'm pretty sure we're good to go on it. So uh, we'll have... Uh, a physical therapist come on the show. He's a friend of mine. He's going to talk about some current injuries that we're dealing with in the NFL. Andrew Luck, Todd Gurley, a um, couple things like that. I won't give everything away uh, and give his perspective on the injury, what he would think is a timetable for a return, limitations that he would recommend or expect from a player. So, uh, you know, check it out. Stay tuned. We'll be recording that Tuesday. Yeah, uh, I'm excited to see how we figure out how to put the three uh, videos up. That's that's going to be the exciting part. Yeah, Sean, <laughs> producer Sean will have to figure that one out. Yeah, I'm glad he'll be back for that one. I'm going over to his house this weekend, so I'll pay him in Eggo waffles, and that's nice. all he needs, man. Eggo waffles and milk. <laughs> <laughs> He's a simple man with, with simple needs. I know. Sean loves milk <laughs> and, make, and sandwiches and sandwiches that's right <laughs> all right all right well uh thank you guys for uh joining us we'll see you guys on uh tuesday peace out cub scouts i'm not sure if that's a saying <laughs>